You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. James the Motion Man. Shovel. Barkley breaks a tackle. Dives in for two. Giants take the lead. So third down and long, a twist up front, able to collapse the pocket. Fields keeps it alive as a wide open Pettis. And now Pettis down the sideline and in. From the left hand, Falcons trailing by one. Who from 63 yards out, it was blocked. And the Saints win the season over. Cousins over the middle. How is he that wide open? Jefferson again inside the 10, lunging for the end zone. Touchdown. Welcome on in. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. What a day. What a weekend of football. The NFL is back. A ton to week one, of week one to react to, including a bloodbath in survivor pools. We'll get to that. We'll get to call, the call by Brian Dable, the defensive performance by the Steelers. So much today. We'll look ahead to week two, you know, uh, future stuff. We've got a football game tonight between the um, the Broncos and the Seahawks. A lot to get to here, but the, I, the biggest takeaway for me was, man, it was so awesome having the NFL back, and what an unpredictable weekend. I mean, I'm not shocked those upsets happened, but when you kind of start stacking them up, and there were almost more. I mean, the Jaguars were close against Washington. The Falcons probably should have beat the Saints. I mean, they gave that game away. They're up 16 late in the game. Like, that was almost everything. And there was almost upsets half the uh, the slate of games. Joe, as, as we um, we kind of have takeaways from yesterday, when, and obviously big injuries across the NFL, the dogs won the day, but it felt like they were big dogs that won the day with all those upsets. We got a mix of everything so far with week one. And what I do hope changes tonight is that these island games are competitive mm. because – those are arguably the two worst games of the week. What we saw on Thursday and then what we saw last night with those uh, high-end quarterbacks. I put that in quotes. Yeah, a mix of everything. There there were there were moves that were right. When I'm talking and I say moves, I mean on the point spread. There were moves that were very wrong. And you're right, an absolute bloodbath. And everybody that was saying for weeks, this is really tough way to start Survivor. Yep. And I questioned it a little bit. I'm like, I don't know. We've got all these point spreads, six points or higher. I know there's nothing obvious, but you have a lot of options. Well, Aaron, almost all of those options lost yesterday, unless you took Baltimore. Oh. And thank God we did. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I mean, that was – you didn't want to, like, use Baltimore that early, but, gosh, I'm so glad we did. You know, after talking through that a couple times, uh, what, like, 50% got kicked out? What was the number so, there? So in, in just about every survivor pool I'm in, whether we're talking mine or 
or Circa and some of the other ones I'm participating in. I, I looked at it and the number just about everywhere was 45, 46% out before tonight. Now, if we get to an upset, a six and a half point upset at the moment, which we've talked about and we'll break it down later, various bets based on yesterday would not be the most shocking thing. Now we're getting close to 60% in one week if uh, Seattle ends up winning the big Russell Wilson revenge game at home. So just wild. And and to start, not that we want to just start all the way with Survivor, like all these games, it felt like college, like three and a half, yeah. four-hour games. These, they were. these ones kicking off at 325 Central Time. Yeah, they were really long games because like- – Special teams were terrible. I felt like I was watching on a Saturday. I know. I kept thinking about Jake just firing from the hip and like he was on the Bears. I can't remember all his bets, but he probably crushed it because I think he has Seattle tonight, right? Or Denver? No, Denver. He took Denver. That's right. It's it's my but, it's um, my favorite new bit on the show. If Jake goes four and one or five and zero oh on his picks just every week, just firing from the I'm hip. You know what? I mean, hey, listen. Considering how difficult that was and how many upsets there were, maybe that that was maybe that was the way to go this week. So dogs eight and seven, unders ten and five. And Joe, mm-hmm. you mentioned the special teams. I mean, some of those games late in that one <laughs> o'clock window, it was all on the special teams, right? The Browns make the kick from a million yards away. The Steelers and Bengals. That game was drunk. I mean, that game was had everything. Burrow was terrible. Then he brought him back, and then in the in the overtime, I mean, think about how many times that game should have ended. I feel yeah. like the right team won the game yesterday, or like the Steelers, I thought were better yesterday, but they almost gave the I game don't back. Know. Really I, bad I don't start know for the Bengals. The comeback was impressive, but then you got all the missed field goals. Like that was a that was a roller coaster. All right, drunk games on Sunday: Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, New Orleans, Atlanta, San Francisco, Chicago. Philadelphia, Detroit, I'll throw in there. I mean, good overcall there. Good over. I mean, it, it did have points, and now the Eagles are winning the Super Bowl, apparently, even though they can't stop the Detroit Lions offense. We'll get to that coming up. All right, so I got four drunk games. Oh, Indy Houston. Oh, my God, Lovey Smith. What oh, are we yeah. doing? What are we? Jacksonville, Lovey. Washington. We could say that game was a bit drunk. Uh, Giants, man. Titans. Okay, so we're up to seven. We almost got the Baker Revenge win, but we didn't. I don't know that that game was completely drunk. You know, I think Derek Carr was drunk. He was under some something. I, he was on some drugs. Well, he some, was under his offensive line something. stinks. That, that's that's a spell he's going to be under all year. They were Khalil Mack was destroying them yesterday. That's a problem. For yes, them. yes, he was, but he was also under throwing his receivers all Agreed. afternoon. And yeah. Um, I'd, I'd say at least eight of the games were drunk yesterday. What a wild think- way to start. You didn't mention. I mean, Eagles, Lions. They almost blew a seventeen yeah. point lead in the fourth quarter. That that they had a they had to run Jalen Hurts on fourth down to seal the game with a minute to go. Like that game was not over till the end. And then the mm-hmm. full Carson Wentz experience down in Washington. I mean, that those two interceptions were as bad as you get. And then he comes back and throws two bombs and they win the game. And they now everyone it. loves them here. Yeah, all right. Let's, let's just. Let's all pump just, the yeah. brakes, Washington. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah, we've seen that. Uh, we've seen that. And then. The other things that stood out yesterday, guys, uh, especially late, the injuries, big injuries in week one that will play a role for the rest of this season. I'll tell you what, I fell asleep on the couch last night. That game was so boring. I'm watching the game, I fell asleep. And then 
I wake up and I'm like, what, why is why is everyone talking about Dak? What happened? They they scored like three points. Who cares about Dak Prescott? And then you see the replay. Eric- put me to sleep. I almost texted you guys. What was with his energy? Was he sick? Like, I yeah, he was. Voice his voice. I was voice really struggling to listen to him. I was like, I'm already tired, and this is. He had no energy on that broadcast. It was. Terrible. See, I thought his part. We'll talk about it during BetQL Court. I thought his partner was worse. <laughs> Man, yeah, I didn't. What a downgrade. What a do- when you lose Al Michaels, mm-hmm. what in a, the yeah. whole team goes down, brings everybody. Down. But that's not the lead yesterday. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know what else? And and we'll talk about it when we break down these games and we look ahead to week number two and some of these lines. When you look at the score, and and I'm dealing with it here. When you look at the final score and these teams that start out one and zero versus zero and one, a lot of these results. Nah, if you watch the game, that's not what I saw. You brought up Cincinnati. They shouldn't have won the game. They Maybe they should have because I know the turnovers, and usually when two or three, five on one side, you're going to lose that game when you lose a turnover battle like that. The majority of those turnovers in Pittsburgh territory is – there were a lot of games with the yards per play, just the, the – the yards overall, not even close, where the loser ends up dominating. Did you see the, the Indy number? It was 517 to 299. Wasn't close. 517 wow. to 299. There are a bunch of games where the loser ends up outgaining the winner by maybe a couple hundred yards. Look at those. I mean, it was wonky because of the weather. Same thing with San Francisco. And now people are going to question Trey Lance. They should. That was certainly fair. We all did going into the season, but there were a lot of results on this first overreaction Monday that people are going to go way too far on with the team that ended up victorious, where I I saw a lot of teams that won yesterday that I'm looking forward to betting against over the next couple of weeks. Nice. I'm, I thought, you know, we saw the Packers had that clunker in week one last year, and then they turned things around, but I don't know about this season. The Vikings look good. I do. And they, they're inching closer to being the favorites in that division. And uh, I thought I thought they looked really good. Justin Jefferson had a monster game in the Packers. Like, you know, those two teams that lost their star wide receivers, Packers, woof. I thought the Chiefs looked good. They were dominant. But the Packers losing their guy, not so much. Packers get the Bears on Sunday night. They'll be fine. <laughs> they're going to be fine. They're going to cover that big old point spread, and yeah, that they'll be just fine. Uh, but yes, Minnesota, they dominated the entire game. I will say, if Watson catches that pass to start things off from Aaron Rodgers, are we looking yeah. at a different game? I think we are. Probably. Um, I think the pa- mm. I, so uh, of that game, my takeaway was I think the Packers will be okay, but the Vikings might be good. Right, we, that we might get a good Vikings mm-hmm. here. This all the hype might it might be justified. They might be a good football team. So there were two. There was one coach and one team as a show we wondered about heading into the season. Like, what what's the deal there? One was the Chiefs, and Joe, you brought up the Giants a lot, and Brian Dable. Well, the mm-hmm. Chiefs, and I think we were we all knew what to expect from the Cardinals. They stink. The Cardinals are going to stink. But the 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 Kansas City Chiefs yesterday. They didn't miss a beat without Tyreek Hill. It's the opposite of what Aaron was saying about the Packers. That was easy. 
And there was rumblings that we might even do better without him. And I was like, ooh, I don't know. We'll see. And it sure looked like it yesterday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They looked really good. Wow. Well, yes. I mean, some of these teams that we had questions about that you wanted to see a little bit. So, yeah, I talked a lot about the Giants, and then I was unimpressed with the preseason. You had to feel good yesterday, but we also we also have to consider the other side. We're all selling Titans. the Titans hard. We're selling that team hard. So we're not going to be shocked if they have an awful season. So we'll, we'll see if it continues with the Giants. We just talked about the Vikings offensive play caller, innovative mind. And how about Mike? How about McDaniels in Miami? I mean, that was not close. Now that is his first game as a head coach. Wow. That is one of those games that if you look at the box score, the numbers are close. Now the final score, not close at all. So I think we're going to get a lot of people that are like completely burying the Patriots and I'm not buying high on the team. I made the case that they could be last place in that division, but let's slow let's slow down on that one a little a little bit because you know I there are a couple there are a lot of pick a lot of pick sixes yesterday that go one way and people are like, oh man, their season's completely done. Yeah, well, let's see. So that waiting Miami... for the Tua interception. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, like, oh, I know. Me too. Well, he, there was I one. Did you see the one? On he, it too. <laughs> he threw it up. No, there was one yesterday. To speak to what Joe said about that game, because the box score was close, Jones had the ball tipped in the end zone, interception by Miami, right? That could have been seven points for New England. And there was a play where mm-hmm. Tua threw it up, and I think it was Tyreek Hill or it was Wild. I forget which one. Just like they stole it from the defensive back. Like that game was a weird one. And now two of four and oh against uh Bill really, Belichick in his career. Which really is quick circling back to the Titans. Was anyone else on the Tannehill interception? Because down the stretch, I was like, surely he's gonna he throw one. That, that was sweaty. I was waiting for it, and it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, and Joe, you, you I was I was on that. Uh Joe, you had the Giants as a potential surprise team, and then maybe the summer, you know, kind of put yeah. us the other direction. They won yesterday. Look at their schedule now. Next three games all at home. They have three home games on tap. Carolina, Dallas without Dak Prescott, and the Bears. The Giants look like they're set up to be the surprise of the early season. Now, can they sustain for 17 games? I don't know. But they look like they're off. Three and one could certainly happen here. Well, honestly, Joe G, so we get the news last night about Dak. Right after the game, Jerry Jones is talking to the media, and he's telling people, this is not one or two weeks. It's going to be much longer than that. Immediate. So what do people do? Well, there are some sports books that were keeping those odds up for the NFC East. 
and I, you know, I'm getting messages from all sorts of people. Oh, Philly, Philly hard. I'm, I'm betting a ton of Philly. And you know what my pause was? Because you always have to have some pause. Not Dallas. We talked about fading Dallas all offseason. What we saw last night was not that big of a surprise. Expected a lot more from CeeDee Lamb. But, you know, Dak looked terrible even before that injury. So fine. But my pause was the Giants. As stupid as they that, you know, may age. I'm like, ah, do I want to lay a price after one game? On the NFC East, yes, I buy into the Eagles, but now we're laying a price. They're not the third favorite like they were early on in the offseason. Can everything go right for the Giants in Dayball? I was not wor- worried about Washington. That's fine. We, we understand Carson Wentz long-term. He's going to give away a handful of games. But my only pause on in the Eagles winning the division, laying a price, was the Giants. So we talked in the summer about the exact – order of finish, right? One, two in divisions. And we threw out Eagles one, Giants two. That was the bet. Because that certainly feels plausible this morning with the Giants schedule, with the Dak injury. We'll talk some future to the impact of the Dak Prescott injury on the NFC East for week two. And TJ Watt, that looks serious as well. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.